Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Final Checkpoint. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. And each week, you can find this lovely podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and thegamefanatics.com. You can also send in your comments, questions, and concerns to finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com or tweet at me at the Joelness, hashtag final checkpoint. Ben, what is our topic this week? This week, I thought we'd dive into the world of Animal Crossing, gauge our hype levels, talk about our experience with the series, woo woo, and all of that. But first, first, I want to tell you a real sad story. Now it's 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 serious, but it's also not serious. So okay, oh no, I don't know, I don't know how to feel. I will. Don't worry. Uh, are, are you sitting down? You can do whatever. Stand. Do whatever you want. Um, I'm, I'm sitting. Okay, good, good. It's not going to be surprising. For the last 10 years, over 10 years, for the entirety of the 2010s, and the entirety of my 20s as well, that's just how time works, I used an iPod. Okay? Now, you might be thinking, Ben, why are you using an iPod in 2020? Well, shut your fucking face, all right? I'm not interested (laughs) in your backhanded, backseat life drive-in. No. See... I have a USB plug on my car. It's not fancy and new. I don't have Bluetooth. I have to plug it in. And the iPod just worked perfectly for music and podcasts and whatever. It was super easy, right? That's why I used it. Now, two days ago, I lost this iPod. I cannot find it. I don't know if I dropped it somewhere, but it's gone. I've used this for over 10 years of my life. The same iPod. Sad day. Okay. It's a real sad day is all I'm saying. It's a bummer. I looked for like a good 30 minutes today all over my place, all over my car. Cannot find it. Okay. I was not sure what to expect from this. <laughs> I'm legitimately bummed out about it, though. I, not, not, to, not to say it's not sad. It's not and good. <laughs> I wasn't sure what to expect from this news bit because you did not tell me what this was gonna be about (laughs) nor did i expect it to be something like super personal or anything i just was not sure (laughs) what to expect (laughs) and i do have to say that is very sad but i just i just want to put it out there i was not sure (laughs) what to expect (laughs) so i'm not too sure how to react there are rare (laughs) b-sides that i downloaded like 15 years ago that I don't know if I have backups of. They were just on the iPod. Oh, bummer. And there's not like a backup list of that? Like I have you... it on my old, old laptop that I stopped using oh. six years ago at least. Shoot. So I got to get like on that laptop. In between like your seat and your like center console for your car. I looked all over. I look usually when I lose Jeez. it, I find it like oh the next morning I put it on the thing or whatever. But I can't find it at all. I have no idea where it is. I'll, I'll keep you updated if I find it. But it, it really sucks because I was in the middle of a podcast. Now I have no idea where I was. Ah, <laughs> uh, bummer. Start. Yeah. Are you gonna have to put up like signs? Like I have lost like flyers. Like I've lost I, my I imagine iPod. If, if anyone found it, so it's an iPod Nano, the little square. Right? Yeah, I love those things. I loved it. I, I've, I've obviously still used it. Um, it was I dropped it probably six years ago and cracked like the entire screen. 
Oh, Jesus. To where it's almost unusable. And I started having audio issues with it, too, where sometimes if it got too hot, I'd have to, like, squeeze it, and then it would work better. So it's not like it was working too good. But yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just a small part of it. I, I wanted to, like, have that forever. Even if I stopped using it, just put it on a shelf. This is my iPod that I used for way too damn long. Now i got to use, what, my phone? But my phone's USB-C. I can't plug it into my car. It's like, it's a whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. Dang, that's a bummer, man. Yeah. I'm going to keep looking. I'm going to keep looking. Yeah. It's not like, you know yeah. what I did uh, in, in relation to losing things around your car? I dropped my headphones outside of, uh, like, outside of my door where I, I leave at work, right? Or drove away. Yeah. I drive away, go home. The next day, I pull into work at, like, the same spot, and they were sitting there on the ground, my headphones. Just sitting there in the same spot. So, okay. This iPod could be out there is all I'm saying. Maybe. I mean, did you drive back? I have been to work two days since I've lost it, so yes. Okay. All right. Damn. Damn, dude. Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. Although I imagine the person that found this on the ground was just really confused as to what the fuck this even was. <laughs> <laughs> what is this thing? What is this weird square? Because I had is this it a with, Walkman? <laughs> I had it with the cable plugged into it, so it's just this coil and a square. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, some dog probably <laughs> ate it and died. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> maybe. A baby? Somebody found... So. No, I said maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to kill a baby. Somebody... I'll kill a dog accidentally. Oh, Jesus. Not a, not a child. That's rude. All right. Good Anyway, Lord. let's talk about Animal Crossing. My baby. Yeah, let's talk about Animal Crossing. Is it correct I'm... in saying? Because I believe you said this. You have not played an Animal Crossing game. I have not played... An official Animal Crossing game. I've only played. I've only played the mobile game, and I didn't play much of it. Okay. I kind of get. I kind of get the gist of it. Like, sure. It. You know. I. I've played a lot of Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. and I feel like I. You know, people have said like parts of that game are influenced a little bit by Animal Crossing. Uh, but more like Harvest Moon. More Harvest Moon, but yeah, there's there's some crossover i guess yeah and just just feeling like everyone's hype levels about this and seeing the directs and like the multiple directs that have come beforehand of of this game um i could tell it's something i could definitely get into so you watched this whole direct oh yeah yeah i was uh it was what thursday or friday morning um got up early had all the kids ready for school we all sat up at through that on the on the TV so we can all sit and watch it. It's a family event. It was great. Interesting. I wonder how yeah. your kids I guess it depends on the kid. Well, my daughter would got like super into it. Um my sons c- could care less, really. <laughs> um but we were also watching the kind of funny like <laughs> watch along oh, so Okay. <laughs> so we just kind of watched that and <laughs> we were trying to hear like what they were saying about the direct over or about the actual game itself over like greg and everybody but we were still like having a good time <laughs> watching that so yeah but yeah it looks uh it looks really cool i mean i like uh the stuff they were saying about the game and the the way like some of the mechanics work and just in general like the game itself just looks really fun uh i can tell it's definitely going to be one of those games that you get into and have to really kind of put a lot of hours into 
Um, kind of like Stardew Valley. I mean, it's 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 very mm-hmm. much a game that you turn into a full time job. <laughs> In a way, I think the part of the charm I've always liked of Animal Crossing was the the day by day nature of it, where I can't do too much in a given day. It it kind of forces you by following the real world calendar to to space it out. Like, I'm gonna log on today, catch a couple fish, find the fossil, find the gyroid on the ground, um, do a couple random things, talk to everybody, and then I'm it. Like that's it. Maybe I'll play the yeah. game for forty five minutes an hour every day. And that's that's awesome. I, I want yeah. that. I want because I grew up um, I think it was middle school. I'd wake up early and do the GameCube one and catch fish in the morning or see if it was raining was a big thing because the fish that come out when it's raining are worth more money, blah, blah, blah. And I, it was every day just going in there, finding new things, talking to people, catching bugs. I had such a fun time, but I've never really gotten into an Animal Crossing since then. Uh, I've played the majority of them. Um, Did you play um, A New Leaf on uh, 3DS? The 3DS one? Yeah, that's the only other one I've put a fair amount of time into i i don't know i just i think what i want is the big screen experience see that because it came yeah. out uh, on the gamecube obviously and then it came out on the wii but by the time by the time it came out on the wii i just didn't care about the wii anymore so i skipped that one that's the only one i've never played um is the wii one which yeah. is actually supposed to be pretty good um but then i played the uh the ds one and it just it felt like a step backward. I'm on this tiny screen. And with the 3DS one, it's a, it's a big improvement. But I think what I want is that home experience to be able to play this yeah. on my TV. But also the glory of the Switch. Just I need to pop in for five minutes and we just take this out of the dock and mess around. I, I think that's super, super cool. I'm, I'm really, really excited. Like way more excited than I probably should be. But very excited for it. Well, I like the idea of being able to, um, like, use the online functionality for mm-hmm. it. Um, although, knowing Nintendo, it might be kind of a pain. You Having to use the app for who knows what. Like, I don't really remember a lot of the <laughs> app functionality, but I downloaded it anyways. Um, just to kind of be prepared. Yeah. Um, and I even downloaded Animal Crossing, um, the fucking mobile game, because I already forgot what it's called. Just to kind of, like check in and just kind of familiarize myself with the characters again. And like I had my daughter kind of play it a little bit. Cause she was getting like super hyped about it and it was just cool. It's just like a nice little game. And then like they were talking about amiibo support and I looked up, Oh, how much, you know, I don't have an amiibo. So I wonder how much a pack of amiibos would be just kind of like check. Cause I was kind of getting interested cause you can get like a triple pack of amiibos of oh. Animal Crossing Amiibos, and a 12-pack is, like, only $15. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> so I, like, took that out of my cart, like, right away. Because I was like, I'm not getting them, this Amiibo shit. I, Hell no. I'll, I'll let you know. I have a fair amount of Amiibo. Not that many Animal Crossing ones. But I do have some, so I'll let you know if it's worth uh, anything. Uh, you know, I was tempted. I think I just, after that, I was like, no, you know, I'm not going to do this. I don't need to. I'm I don't good. think you need it. Yeah, I don't need not gonna do it anyways um i I think it's a cool like i i I like the idea of like i'm able to play this and then my daughter can like switch to her profile and then play on that one and Mm -hmm. us be on like the same island and have our own like spots or whatever 
Yeah, little homes and things. That was what was really cool yeah. about the game always. I liked that a yeah. lot. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I know excited. people... Uh, there's always this hubbub about um, cloud saves with Animal Crossing now, where you can't back up your save, and why that is is still kind of up in the air, uh, largely. Yeah, and they said something about you can only restore your save one time. Yeah. And so Yikes. like I think the only problem I have with all of that is if I buy a new Switch, I can't transfer it over. Yeah. And or if it gets stolen or something yeah, like that. Yeah, if you get stolen they'll let you do it. Which is which is weird. Like there's just really weird restrictions with it that I I understand why, but they're just very strict. If they were a little more lenient, I think I wouldn't really care. What I'm yeah. also interested in, I don't know how the 3DS did this. I guess I could just look that up. But you can put games in suspend, right? Uh, but yeah. since it uses the real-world clock, what does that do to the game? Maybe I'll boot up the 3DS one and see what it does, because that's... Oh, that's true, because you can do that on the Switch, right? You can just, like, yeah. click it just off or whatever. Just out, and, and then what? Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But uh, I'm super excited. A lot of that stuff they showed is is not... Some of it is very new. And some of it's like stuff the terraforming. We, the terraforming is very new. And some of the stuff we wanted for years, like that little weapon wheel type of thing. Uh, it, it's just... I love the idea, too, of building this island into the town. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I know a lot of people weren't super crazy about the idea of being on this island. And living, like, sure. in a tent and stuff like that. And then, I I mean, me not really knowing too much about the whole series in general, I was like, oh, I like the idea of, like, being on this island and then having to kind of work your way up. I think that that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, it does seem like a rags-to-riches journey, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy people are happy about it. It is yeah. weird that this is the only Nintendo game we know about for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's really weird. It's really weird, and it's less than a month away. Get yeah, excited! It's gonna. I think it's gonna be a huge hit. Oh, it's going to be. Yeah, I think like the excitement levels for it. I think the console is gonna sell out real quickly. Like the special Animal Crossing. This is, this is gonna sell like ten million units or some <laughs> oh my shit. Gosh. It's gonna go crazy. I know. Yeah. It deserves it. I. I yeah, it deserves it, but. Took them long enough to, to get this one out. <laughs> it does feel like this is what took I guess it I guess you know you should look at it the other way and say they are putting hopefully a lot of love and care into this and there's a lot of new stuff and that's why it took so long. That's we're gonna go with that one. We're gonna stick with that positive story. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mr. Negative. I'm all for it. Okay. I can't really be negative because I never played this shit, so <laughs> I'm uh, all for I, it. Yeah. I just have so many fun memories, mainly fishing. <laughs> mainly mainly fishing. Fishing every day. Or you'd go to the beach every morning and pick up all the shells that had spawned. I do love fishing in like most games, so it's a fun fishing game. Uh I really like and catching bugs and it's really cool. And they added crafting and stuff to this one, which it's, but it's not like crazy crafting seems like. 
Yeah. I, I like it. I'm in. I'm in. I, the only thing is, like, Nintendo can screw it up. They'll find a way to annoy me. I know them. Um, but it looks like they've found a way to do everything I wanted, which is really cool. Cool. Alrighty. Well, Animal Crossing, here we come. All right. Well, Ben, let's go ahead and move on to something I wanted to discuss. And I don't know if you've seen this. No. No, that's why I wanted you to explain it to me. So No Man's Sky is adding this update. um, And you can pull it up in a trailer while I talk about it if you want. Um, But basically, they're adding this in this update. I think it's called Living Ships. But it's basically a a new style of ship that you can fly. But it's like a living organism. And there's like a quest line that you do and you basically grow it out of an egg and it becomes this like actual living ship that you raise and it grows big enough to where you get inside of it and fly it. And Uh. it seems like really cool, but this is my dilemma with No Man's Sky, which continues to add cool looking stuff cool-looking updates, which continually impress me. And every time I see their updates, which I gotta hand it to Hello Games, like, for really bringing this game back from what looked like to be a really bad, like, start. For, that, for like, you know, for everybody else. I enjoyed the game when it initially launched, and yep. I know you did as well. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I have a hard time playing it. And I don't know what it is about the game, but, like, I really enjoyed it when it first came out. My save my first initial save from when the game first came out like something happened to it and i just it was like gone so when i started it again after like the beyond update or whatever um i just couldn't really find my groove with it again and the system kind of changed and it was basically starting from scratch and since then i've had a hard time really getting into it and i just find the game hard to play and so it makes it really hard to want to get into all this other content and everything looks really cool. And I don't know if maybe it's trying to play it on console. I'm sure if I played it on PC, maybe I'd feel different. But I don't know. This Even this like new update for it where they're adding these living ships looks really freaking cool. But I just like, I, I downloaded the game again and got in for like maybe a good like 30 minutes trying to play it. I'm just like, why does why does everything feel like such a chore in this game? <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if you feel the same, but like... If you've played it, you know, within the last few months at all, but I I think I played it after the last major update. The big update, right? Like the last the last big one. Yeah, about a year ago or so. Yeah. Um, and I felt similarly. I maybe I played two hours, maybe. Um it, I really liked this game. And I think for me to go back to it now, I have to just turn off the survival elements and just wander around like do nothing else but go to worlds and explore and and do that because i don't want to deal with the other stuff and it is complicated and they did change it a lot from when it first launched so you're dealing with trying to remember systems from years ago but also they changed those systems so your remembering is wrong and then you can't remember the right thing because it didn't exist at the time and it's kind of a whole thing. Uh, I, I do like all these updates. I do think it looks really cool. I, there's just, I don't know. I can't say there's too many games when I just went back and played Bloodborne. But uh, 
There's too many <laughs> games that I guess I'm playing. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe I should try it in creative and see how that works. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I think that's one thing is, like, I every world I go to seems like it's hazardous. And maybe that takes the fun out of it because I'm like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that because I've got to worry about my shield going down. And then, yeah. like, oh, I ran out of fuel. to I can't get off this well, planet now. And it's hmm. just, like, a constant chore of having to do something right. just to survive so I can't really progress at all. Yeah. I would almost rather a mode where I don't have to gather things, but I could still die out in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wonder if I that like exists. I, I don't know. I have thought about um, downloading it since it has the VR mode now and, and looking at that. But I did try the VR mode. Actually, I do like... Because they have the that mode where like you just teleport. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the only mode. So I right away I was like, this sucks. And then I noticed that there was the actual walking mode. Yeah. Good. And so I switched it to that. And it actually wasn't too bad. You do kind of have to um, center it a lot. Like you have to like... What is it? Recenter yourself a lot. Um, but other than that, it wasn't too bad. Um, I think the flying is really, really cool in VR mode. But it still has some stuff that I don't like about it. I think the, like, flying and trying to, like, exact, like, land exactly where you're trying to go is still a little bit of a pain in the ass. Because I either overshoot or land way too soon. It's never, like, really, like, I feel like flying should be easier than it is. Or at least hmm. landing. Like, if you mark something, like, okay, I need to land exactly here. And it's still kind of, like, I'm missing it by either way too much or, like, landing way too short of. But it could be just because I haven't played in a while. But I don't know. I just thought I'd, I'd bring that up because this update did look really cool. And I'm like, God, I really want to get into this game. And, like, because there's people who play this game and have, like, those giant, like, what are they, uh, carriers? Like, those huge-ass ships. And they have fleets and, you know, the space combat is something I always wanted to get into with this game. And I could just never get into it. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, yeah. Whole lot to this game. This egg thing. I, I watched the trailer. I don't really understand how this is a living thing. It just looks like they made a fleshy ship. It's like and... a squid that you get inside of or yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little weird. <clears throat> it's basically what if a ship was not metal? That I don't. It's not like it's moving around. I mean, it's it's kind of wiggling, I guess, but it's not moving around as if it was a living creature you raised or something. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's just a fleshy ship, which is cool and it's beautiful. They always had good trailers for. No more. No. No more sky. Yeah, that's the name. Of no it. more sky. No the more man's sky. out there at all. No Man's Sky? No Mansky. No Man's. Cool. Well, I thought I'd bring that up. It looked interesting to me. I like talking about No Man's Sky. I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget. Well, I'll I'll let you know if I... Yeah, never forget. I'll let you know if I check in on it. Maybe I'll bring it up next week. All right. All right. All right. I do have another fun little topic that I think we could talk about. Since uh, news is a little short this week no this is uh, this is this topic's too big you think this one's too big that's Should like we an hour it? discussion all right we'll save it for another rainy day it's actually very windy here you probably can't hear it but like 
I'm actually afraid that my basketball hoop's gonna like blow over and like destroy my car. But I'm afraid of the rain very windy. or the wind. Yeah. And it gets yeah. windy here too. Yeah, Not it's good. it's very windy. Um anyways. Why don't we move on to my favorite part of the podcast? Games that we played. Oh. And if you listened to last week's episode, yes, I know I forgot to insert the music. <laughs> <laughs> oh i was gonna say what is he talking about oh i don't hear yeah. the music <laughs> yeah i forgot about it and you know what my bad oh here's here it is so, bunch, 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 not 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 what it sounds like at all <laughs> wooka, wooka, wooka. remix games no i actually can't recall what it sounds like but that's okay no it'll be there this it it'll be there it's like it's it's just like little like 8-bit sounds. Bloop, bloop, doo, 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 doo. I don't know. Anyways. Perfect. Ben, I I didn't play very, like, long amounts of anything. I played little spurts this week. Okay. Very, very busy times throughout the week. But um, I did something, you know, very... Speaking of, like, Animal Crossing, I did play something in the same vein of that. Um, Stardew Valley. As, as I told you, I think... Last week, week before that, I've been getting back into Stardew Valley, um, playing it here and there, and I know you. I know you haven't really played much of it, right? I, I played like the first month. Okay. Or all right. So, man, I feel like you really missed out on a gem that you would really dig, like sink your teeth into. This I know, game, I played enough to know. This game is so awesome, and it continues. To just like surprise me in many ways. I so I, I'm at a point in the game where like things that I need to do are like requiring dedication. Where I can't be doing like a hundred things at once because this thing's like okay I need to upgrade my barn and I'm gonna need this amount of wood, this amount of um, hardwood, this amount of stone, this amount of money, blah blah blah. So I'm gonna focus on collecting that while I only farm this stuff here for my money, right? So I do that. I upgrade my barn. It's got an auto feeder. It can house these new pets or farm animals or whatever. So now I can... um, But basically, I'm like upgrading certain parts of my farm so that I can expand the type of animals that I can have on this farm. Okay. And that's going to allow me to have different items that I can basically forage from the animals which will let me upgrade other things on my farm so it's it's kind of like that type of thing yeah that sounds and it's it's fun it's awesome and so next thing i'm working on is because i just completed the community center so if you play the game the first part they kind of show you is there's this community center and at first it's like just destroyed and part of the game is like each room in the community center has this booklet that you have to fill or like bundles that you have to fill in in order to complete each room and kind of revitalize it and so i finally completed that thing for the first time and now i'm working on like getting deeper into the skull caverns which is like another mine other than the one that's in the main village you kind of go off into this desert area and you go Mm -hmm. into those mines so i'm working my way through that and my goal is to eventually get enough kegs so that I can brew a ton of, like, beer and wine. So that can be my main source of, like, money. 
because that's where you make a ton of money. Like I think that and also selling honey. So I'm making more basically like bee houses or whatever, or beehives so that I can get honey out of that. So it's, it's awesome. Like I'm at this point in the game where I'm like working my way towards making a ton of money. And it's just been fun. This game is like crazy, crazy cool. And it's like, I took a long break from it, like almost a year, I think maybe almost a year, maybe, maybe not that long, maybe like half a year. And I was at a point where like, okay, I'm either going to try to just re-familiarize myself with my current farm or I'm gonna have to start over. And thank God I didn't do that because, oh my God, it took so long to get there. But yeah, anyways, I, I'm i very much back into it. I don't play like every night, but like it kind of reminds me of like what you said about Animal Crossing where like I can get in and play like a day of it. So like I go in and I do like my normal stuff in the morning. You basically check the weather for what the next day is going to be like. And then you check the fortune teller, which tells you you're going to have either bad luck today or you're going to have good luck today. Or you're going to have somewhat like meh luck. Like it's either going to be good or bad. So if you have good luck, you want to probably go to the mines and try to like break open like um, stone and stuff like that. Cause there's a chance you'll get like diamonds and types of different ore that you can sell mm-hmm. or like, you know, use to craft. Um, and usually if it's like bad luck, then you want to kind of like stick to your farm and just do shit you need to do there. Um, but I'm like learning more and more about the game. Like if I, if something comes up that I'm like, okay, I haven't come across this before. So then I go to a wiki and try to figure out what that means. So it's just, I'm at this part of the game where like, there's crazy shit that goes on that I have no idea what to do with. And I, so, you know, you, you do the normal gamer thing. You pop up to YouTube and you're like, okay, what does this kind of stuff mean? And then it leads you to like a deeper hole of some wizard shit <laughs> with like some sort of dark storyline that's going on. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Stardew Valley. Oh yeah. I, I met the I'm wizard. Not... Yeah. There's some crazy shit going on with the wizard and some other storyline that I'm not even close to being there yet. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop here and just go back to my farm and just be cool. <laughs> Everyone. Be and, cool. and then like, if you, if you ever follow the Stardew Valley Reddit, then people go there and like they plan out their farms there's like this stardew valley farm planner that you can go to and i'm i'm like i'm not quite gonna do that but i've started thinking about like okay i'm in spring now so i just finished up winter i'm in spring so i've got summer after that then i've got fall and then i'll eventually get to winter which is when i'm gonna redo my farm and try to map out where i'm gonna put my like giant barn so i can have all my kegs in there and stuff like that like it's it's getting to that level but i already know once animal crossing's out it's gonna be a long break again (laughs) but anyway stardew valley has been uh on my mind a lot and then animal crossing's probably gonna nip that in the bud but that's been one of the main games i've been playing anyways go ahead (laughs) your turn no that's fine i like hearing about stardew valley i i know I didn't dislike it, right? I just don't... There was just so much to do. And yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I feel like it was very slow, uh, which normally I like or don't mind, but it, the days were super quick, so I never felt like I could do anything. I could never accomplish anything because the day was over in, like, five minutes. Yeah. Um, and that that was really what did it. If the days were longer... 
I probably would have played more. Like, I don't know why the days are so short. They're very, very short. It's it's kind of like Minecraft, right? Like when you're in Minecraft, the most you can really do at first is like make a wooden pickaxe and make a wooden like shovel, dig a hole and hope to God you don't get blown up. And then it's kind of like you build up from there. And that's kind of how that game is. Because eventually you kind of automate everything. And then you don't really have to do much farming. But I like that. That's the thing. I like coming from Harvest Moon, I like getting up every day and picking the corn and whatever and milking the cows and then selling it at the market. I like that. Uh, so it, it just took... I don't know. It was just weird. Like the pacing just was off for me. So I I didn't I didn't really want to invest that much into it. Yeah. Well, which I mean, obviously you can kind of do it your own way on your farm, but like like the one thing I like about the game is let's say like my goal is to become a brewing like a brew place like where I just want to make nothing but kegs of beer and eventually not have any sort of like animals on my farm. I can still keep the animals. They don't die if I don't feed them. But, like, they get angry at you. <laughs> like is like dying. Yeah, which is like dying. <laughs> um, I did come across this funny moment, though, because you end up getting, like, I finally got the pig. And the pig drops what are called chocolate truffles. And chocolate truffle is this one, which I, I think it means shit. But I don't think they straight out say it. <laughs> but the chocolate truffle is the last thing I needed for the community center. Oh. And at first when you get the pig, he's like this little cute piggy. And by the time he's like like full size, he looks like this massive, just over bloated, like <laughs> comic book, like mutated pig. And he just looks miserable. Like I looked at him, I was like, oh my god, what is wrong with him? He looks like you. he's like <laughs> I I I mean I thought he was gonna die. Like I was like, he must be overloaded. <laughs> Overload. Look at yeah. pig. <laughs> oh, he does look like a big guy. Oh my god! Like I was frightened for him. But yeah, I mean, like I I do like the part, the farming part, where you go and you pick your your um fruit and stuff like that. I like that you can have trees. You get a greenhouse eventually, so you can actually the stuff that's out of season you can grow in there. Mm. So I do have like some some stuff in there that is for summer and for fall that I can't grow in spring right now. So all the stuff I have out in the farm is all spring. And then I have some summer stuff in there. It's, it's an interesting game. Definitely. It's, it's definitely a one that I've, I mean, a game that took me a while to really learn and get the hang of. Definitely. No, there's definitely a learning curve with it. Yeah. Oh my God. What the hell? Did I just kick. All right. I played, I guess, speaking of Switch games, I don't know. Are you playing that on the Switch? Yes. Okay. I have it on PC, but for some reason, I, I've played a lot more of that game on Switch than I have on PC. It's at home on the Switch. Yeah. On the Switch, sure. I played, I got from Gamefly, actually, Dragon Marked for Death, which is a 2D side-scrolly uh, kind of action combat game. Where you have, um, you know, light attacks, heavy attack. Or, did you have heavy attack? It's, it feels like it's been seven years since I played this game. Uh, 
Because I played a bunch of stuff in between. But you're this character roaming around. You have magic and you're fighting enemies, getting loot. And then you kind of finish the, the instance of this quest. It reminds me of... Looks like Mega Man. It looks like that. It looks like it's going to be more of that, but it reminds me more of like a grinding kind of game. If Monster Hunter is very set up like Monster Hunter, because you can play it multiplayer, local, and online, and have uh, up to four people roaming around and fighting all these monsters with you, exploring these levels. Um, and I actually liked it a, a fair amount. It's just one of those things where, like, oh, you play it and you go, this is a seven. And I like it, but I don't need to keep playing it. But I think if you had people to play it with, I would highly recommend it. Just because it was fun enough and there's a ton of quests and things you can do and just go through it all. That would be awesome. Because hmm. it, it controls re really well. The bosses are pretty cool and you have to actually... Uh, like learn their moves and dodge and jump uh, around their attacks and then exploit weaknesses and stuff. And I think doing that with a, uh, with a group would be a lot of fun. There's some other game too that it reminds me of besides Monster Hunter, but I don't remember what it was. Um, but I, you know, it was one of those things I had in my Gamefly queue, and then it just picks a thing at random, and I go, oh, okay, I guess I'm playing that <laughs> that this week. But it's a fun little game. I think it's actually very rare as well. Um, but that's just a random fun fact, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of this game. No, yeah, that, that's one thing. I think it was an Xseed game. or uh, It's one of those Japanese publishers that kind of flies under the radar. But it's pretty cool. I, I mean, it's not going to change the world or anything. But it, it's not a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. Oh. Hopefully it'll come out on Game Pass. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's on anything but the Switch. So bummer. Yeah. Womp womp for you. Yeah. You know it reminds me about a PSP game. Just like a PSP game in general. It's a very PSP game. Whatever that means. It, it does look very PSP-ish. Yeah. I like it though. It's a very yeah. It's of that you can take oh, one weird. look at it and figure it out. I you know what? What's funny is as you said that, I there's a picture of it on a PSP. Oh. Originally imagined as a PSP game over ten years ago. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Dragon Mark for Death wasn't always planned to be a Switch game. We originally heard about the project in twenty eleven when it was set to be a three DS title. And oh then the initial idea for PSP release was a multiplayer game with support for up to four players via ad hoc. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. How long is this game? I didn't look up the history of it. Oh, my gosh. The document was created on August 18th, 2008. It, I don't know. It feels like it could have been a PSP game, yeah. It's on NintendoEverything.com. I mean that as a compliment that it could be a PSP game, too. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. Cool. It's, you know, yay. You look at a trailer and you're going to know if you want to play more, pretty much. Like Okay. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, look at a trailer, see what it is. Interesting. It's interesting enough. Um, cool, cool. You, since you have more games on your list, you should probably go. Okay. I 
So I said last week I was probably going to jump into Fallout 76, and I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the mood to wander the wasteland. And uh, I've, you know, with, with I think, what's uh, Wastelanders upcoming yes. update? Um, I don't actually have no idea when that's supposed to hit. Um, I think they delayed it a little bit. They delayed but... it from last year. Okay. I don't, I know they said the date, but I could not tell you. Okay. Either way, I'm not very far into the game. I just hit, I think, level 11. Okay. I think that's so around so, where I got. So I'm pretty early on, but I just wanted to get back into it and see. I don't know, just play it. I kind of uh, miss Fallout a little bit. I don't really want to play Fallout 4 anymore. So mm-hmm. I thought I'd jump into Fallout 76. And uh, it was pretty cool. I kind of jumped into it and was randomly just out in the world. Was nowhere near my camp. <laughs> and ran into like this airport area and that flying giant bat was just up in the air near me and i just kind of got into battle with it and then there was like a ton of feral ghouls running around and they started running at me and then out of nowhere the brotherhood flew in on giant helicopters and just started shooting at everything except for me so that was nice and i was like what the fuck is happening and so i just kind of like ran for cover and waited for the dust to settle and just started like pickpocketing everything and like scavenging and ended up with a lot of ammo, a lot of random guns, became over encumbered and then like started scrapping items. And I was like, this is definitely every Fallout game I've ever played yep. where I'm just looting. And so that felt really good. And then I picked up a weird like story quest. So like one thing I've always liked about Fallout is you find yourself in these little corners of just a random like building and then you pick up just a random storyline and then you kind of follow it. And so I found myself in this guy's, this guy named Miguel in his like robot shed where he's, where he was like building some sort of robot drone. And so I'm like following the storyline that he was running into bugs and the ro- like the ambulance or police drones that he was making were like starting to disobey him. And so I'm like following the storyline a little bit and I'm follow- like I'm seeing his scraps all over the garage and how he had to like start basically destroying them himself because they just weren't working right and he was afraid that they were going to kill him or kill somebody that he loves. And so I go upstairs like to his loft to go find like his key to open his safe and like <laughs> I find him like strangled to death and a robot like right next to his bed with like a wrench in its face (laughs) i was like oh i guess it killed him and he killed it so like it was just so like those are the things i do love about fallout is it did have these little like storytelling elements that i do remember and just really loved about it Mm -hmm. and they're kind of tragic too because he's just like dead and like i'm here stealing all his shit <laughs> so, so I took all his stuff and then um, scrapped a ton of like the robot parts, which is cool, and uh, and then just kind of continued on. And then I went back to like my tent or my camp or whatever, and I built out a little more of like a little area. So it's not like a full sized house even. Like I have a little place that's a little roof over my head with a bed, and I've got like each little crafting area just following the tutorial. And I followed, like, a little bit more of the quests that I have and was able to, like, level up a little bit more. But I don't know. That game is, is uh, it's there's still, like, a lot going on in it. They still have, like, 
daily quests and little event areas. They still have the battle royale thing that you can get into. And that's how I ended up leveling up a lot initially was just doing like the battle royale oh, thing. But, okay. um, but it's, I don't know. It, the game is still kind of cool. I was like, maybe I'll dip into a little bit more. Um, my son ended up getting his own copy of the game. So I know he wants to play that with me. And so we'll probably get into it together, but um, it's just a fun game to kind of mess around in. So I'll probably play a little bit more of it. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, what's, I don't know if they did something with the shooting of it, but um, the shooting feels a lot better. And so I don't know if that's something with up, the update or if that was just initially different, but I feel like the shooting in that game is way better than it was in Fallout 4, or if I just, maybe I'm not remembering that correctly, but hmm. shooting feels good in that game. And it did not, I feel like it didn't before. I agree. Like, it's fun to shit on Fallout 76. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but the I think I played like 10 hours of it, which granted is not a lot in a Fallout game. But yeah. I really enjoyed it. I think that's a it's, very solid game. I think I like it more than Fallout 4. Yeah, uh, it's it's all right. Ways. You know, there there's a lot more to do in it than there was before. And I think with Wastelanders coming out eventually, um, I think there's going to be more. You know, and it's, it's one of those games where, like, I, I'm happy there's not a billion things to do. Like, I was thinking about The Division 2 the other day and, like, Oh yeah. How there's just so much to do and the grind in it is just so much and kind of crazy. And I actually read this Kotaku article about how someone like they talked about deleting the division two off their computer and how they felt free. And I thought about how, how free I felt when I deleted destiny off my, (laughs) off like my PlayStation addiction guys. Right. Right. But like they felt like this, um, pull to the to the game right like uh-huh like and and as gamers who play like certain games like that like i love these games of service games that give me a reason to come back and chase loot chase a gear score stuff like that but i also really enjoy single player games and that's kind of the problem is like having to juggle these types of games when i have very limited time to play during the week and especially on weekends and i realized like I like games that have trouble in them. Like that was one of my reasons why I kept going back to Anthem was because I like that this game is shit and has little content because it means I can get to it. Oh God. (laughs) Same thing with Fallout 76. Like I like that Fallout 76 doesn't have a much in it because that means I could eventually get to the end of it. (laughs) Sure. I don't know. But, um, but I do enjoy, I've been enjoying like just getting lost in that area of the game and so it's been it's been fun i i think i'm definitely gonna go back and and check more of it out and um hopefully progress a little bit more i think i thought initially it was gonna be hard to get ammo and guns in that game but they're kind of like everywhere because you just kill feral ghouls and they're just carrying around pipe pistols and shit like that yeah it's not it's not like very resource managey but it is it's just enough i feel like it's just a perfect balance of like oh I'm thirsty and I have to drink, but it's not constant and it I have enough stuff. It's just yeah. you have to make sure you have a few things on you and you're never in that much danger. It's I I think it's it's a better game than it gets credit for for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think mo- most of what was wrong with it initially like is fixed now. Yeah, and also just the all the marketing garbage around it was really the worst parts of it. Sure. Yeah. Womp but 
Yeah, and then um, I, I don't have much to say about control. I mean, I just I progress more in it. I'm in the part where um, shoot, I'm in. Uh, I'm trying to remember what part I'm on. I I've progressed more in it where I'm like doing the research for. Uh, I'm trying to remember her name. I'm having to research the the samples. Let's find the samples. For oh, the, the fungus? For the fungus. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Oh, that's optional. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it is optional. Yeah. Oh, the next the next part I'm on is searching for the brother, for Dylan. Gotcha. The, Are you going to go story. to the Panopticon or something like that? Yeah, that's the next part. That's like the next main story. But I, I got... I got through a ton of side quests because I was like, oh, I need, I need to get through some of these side quests. Yeah, the side stuff's great. Let me know when you yeah. get to the, the the mirror or whatever it is. Okay. That'll be good. One thing I did think about with that game, and uh, because I enjoy the combat so much, and I don't know if you ever played it, but um, Infamous First Light? No. It was like the, the extra content from Infamous Second Son. Yeah. It was like the standalone DLC, but... They had this part of the getting the platinum was the combat arena in that game, and it was just like like basically, um, not not it was like more like horde mode, and getting like withstanding and beating the best times and stuff like that. I think this because the game plays so much like Infamous. I think it would be cool to have that, and they kind of have it with like hunt the hiss downs or like mm-hmm. take out the hiss targets or whatever. I, I I get that feeling from this game. Like, it reminds me so much of Infamous that I think that's why I enjoy Control so much. Interesting. And maybe but that's I wish why I... I don't like the combat, because I didn't really like Infamous that much. Maybe. <laughs> I, I think that's... Uh, I, I wish it had some sort of, like, combat arena like that. I think it's... Uh, I think didn't, it'd be cool to Didn't they that. add in, like, the first expansion or something? Or maybe it was the free expansion. They added in some kind of combat thing. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it... There, because the new content's coming out in March for that. The first. Yeah, this was no. This is already out, and this must be the free thing. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I I thought it added. Kind of what you're asking for, somewhat. Yeah, maybe, maybe. If they did, then I'm gonna have to check it out. Cool. Cool. Anyways, your turn. Uh, I will wrap up Bloodborne, the Bloodborne minute. Um, finished the game, did the DLC. This is the second time I've done the DLC. And, uh, the first time since it came out. So it's been almost four and a half years since since the DLC and five years since the game. Uh, I still really love Bloodborne. I do definitively say Sekiro is better. Um, not in all ways, but I, I think as a, as a whole... Um, it is better. There's there's just problems with Bloodborne where boss fights are in these really shitty arenas with bad camera angles, and it I don't know why they would really decide to do that, but whatever. Uh, the rest the rest of it, I mean, it's just the same great game it's always been. And really, the yeah. highlight to me was going through that DLC. This is probably okay. It is hands down the best piece of DLC from software's ever done for any of their games. But it's got to be one of my favorite downloadable contents ever. It, it's every, except for the very beginning of it, every part of it is excellent, memorable, 
and a ton of fun. Some of the best bosses in the game are in the DLC. Hands down, uh, the fight with Maria in the clock tower and the final boss of, of the DLC are two of the best fights in the game, if not the best fights in the game. And they are so incredibly good. It, I w- like, it really is the biggest complaint I have against a lot of these Souls, or all the Souls games, is that you can't replay boss fights. I want to replay these boss fights. They are so good, and it kills me that I'd have to play the game for 20 hours to get back to these bosses just to do them again. They are so much fun. Seeing their moves, like learning what to do and counter it, and, and it's all manageable. Like I don't think they're overly difficult, really. It's just about like watching and observing, and it's so... It's. I mean, like, Maria is literally a woman with a uh, like a sword and a gun, and it's one oh, of yeah. the best yeah, fights in her. the game. It's so cool, and the stages of that fight, and, and just the the clock tower that you're inside, it, incredible, incredible, so well designed, better than, and like no one gets close to to From Software in these in these fights, and that's the highlight of the game to me. Really, is the DLC is, is so good, so damn good. Yeah, I watched the Beard Rose do the whole Bloodborne. Like, they did all of Bloodborne. Like, they did the okay. the regular game, and they did the um, Old Hunters DLC. And holy shit, did I mean, they, they had, like, Alex did the, the whole game, and he had some struggles with some of the bosses. Man, that was, that was quite the boss battle. I think he had, he struggled mostly with, um, I'm trying to remember the names, but uh he struggled with i'm trying to remember the name in the it dlc was, yeah well the orphan is the final boss i i know he struggled with the orphan and then there was one that had kind of like horse legs oh kind yeah, of. yeah yeah that's many the, legs that's the first boss of the dlc yeah he struggled with that one um and then he went back and completed the like he fought the the guy in the wheelchair the original, the, the original hunter at the end. That was oh, like the last one he did. He went and did that. Okay. Yeah, but man, that was a uh, quite quite the journey because they did like a total of a hundred episodes even on that on that game. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I don't think the yeah. game's that long. Uh, but nope, <laughs> they they definitely uh, he struggled on some parts, but it was uh, yeah. Those guys are freaking hilarious. It's but. funny how uh, going back to it five years later i still have so much muscle memory for this like it that's one of the reasons why i wanted to re like i want to replay these fights because i i did them the, the first attempt like i didn't i didn't really die during that many bosses and it their fights are so good though god i don't know i don't know <laughs> I want to play it again. I, I don't like in Bloodborne the, the kind of health system they used for it where they, they changed from the Estus Flask thing where they give you 20 vials now and you have to kind of grind for them if you want extras. And yeah. if you're if you're not grinding, like if you're cruising through the game, not that I was cruising through it, but I've done it before. I, mean, I got the Platinum five years ago. Like I've done this. Uh, you end up not having a lot. So then if you use a bunch, you're like, I have to find these. Where are they? <laughs> and I think the Estus <laughs> Flask is just a better system 
Yeah. To where it encourages, it doesn't give you so many uses of it and it encourages you to use them because you know, even if you do, you'll always have it. Uh, I, I think that's a, that's a better, better system, but really there's, there's not that many complaints about this game. Um, it's just, it's just a great time. Just super good. Also, actually it. let's, let's segue from Bloodborne into dreams because, okay. Because I played a dream tonight, which was Bloodborne. Someone made like a Bloodborne scene and then oh, someone nice. edited it and they put Donald Trump in it. Oh, Jesus. This like stupid ass <laughs> caricature of him. And he's, and you, you warm around as him and you press the buttons and he says dumb ass quotes. And it was so funny. <laughs> like, why is it in Bloodborne? <laughs> and it's just like, we should build a wall. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, I re- Dreams is out of control. Uh, that's the only weird thing I've seen like that. But it it was it was one of those things where oh cool a Bloodborne scene. Let me just click into this and see what it, why is what what is happening. Uh, the the Bloodborne parts looked good though. Is it? It doesn't have any combat. It's just like a scene. It's just you just walk around. Oh, okay. I saw someone around. made like a Ghost of Tsushima like I did that. Yeah, those are just cutscenes. Okay, cool. Um but they look they're really cool, really impressive. I played um oh shit, what was the other thing? I played this hat in time. I guess it just used the character model from a hat in time. In this giant open world that you can explore and there's a helicopter and I'm flying around in the helicopter. Played that for like 20, 30 minutes. That was really cool. Um, the other day, they oh they highlighted this 3D slash 2D platformer. That was awesome. And and some of these things are so creative and so beautiful and, and a lot of fun to play. Somehow better than some of the stuff that Media Molecule even put in their little game. Uh, <laughs> some sometimes, I played this Marble Madness kind of monkey ball game today which was incredible incredible like it, it looked like a done completed like this is a game and it was really good and he did a game before that and I played that which was also Marble Madness kind of whatever but it was less uh, less complete looking but it was still a lot of fun played that for like half an hour there's a lot of really cool stuff and the more I play it the more I really like dreams, the more I really am getting sold on the on the whole idea. I mean, obviously I bought it, so I was sold already. Yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of really cool stuff there. And being able to sit down and, and find something and play it for half an hour is really cool. And it's a really unique experience that's very different from even something like, I know I brought up Mario Maker last week. It's obviously very different than that. And it shows it in these experiences. You can, you can't really get anywhere else. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, obviously this has only been a week of official release, um, but based on what I'm seeing, it's only going to get better, um, and that's that's really cool. Although my concerns of it not selling very well seem to be uh, confirmed, just based on numbers i see within the game that are not yeah. very high um, yeah i'm kind of dreading the uh npd numbers when they come out 
It's not going to be on that list. I Will they do the top 20? I think so. It might be on that list just because there's nothing coming out. So by virtue of that, they might make it. But I, I would estimate this is sold on the high end a quarter of a million. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's a, a little low, but like I was saying, um, I actually I found the play number. So they, they do tell you how many times someone has played a dream. And I, I'm i trying to remember now. It was under 200,000 people. Oh, no, sorry. Under 200,000 plays of Art's Dream, the single-player thing. Uh, a little bit over 100K unique users for that dream have played it. So 100, that's 100K people have played that for sure, right? Now, the trophy list says half the people that have the game have the first trophy in Arch Dream. So that's where I'm getting the quarter of a million. Because based on those numbers, 200,000 people have the game. Just not a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I do plan on getting it. I mean, it definitely looks interesting. It's really cool, and I did. I started screwing around more with the tools and relearning kind of the tutorials. The tutorials is the same problem as last year that I said, because a lot of the voiceover is exactly the same. They talk way too slow. It'll just be like, and then press R two to select this thing. Use the control stick to do. Th- and I'm like, seriously, we are doing nothing. Like, pick it up, but. Besides that, they're they're very well done, and I I guess I'm coming to it from, uh, like I've used Unity and Unreal and stuff, so, I like I get it, I get it, like let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. So maybe when it gets more complicated, I'll, I'll be like, okay, now I understand why you're why you're doing it so slow, but uh, it's still really cool tutorials, really cool stuff in the world. It's it's only gonna get better. I'm really the more I play it, the more I'm liking it a lot. Really. I think it's really worth it. Dreams. 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 Make your dreams come true, everybody. Yeah. Get in there. We'll see. We'll see how many years of this 10-year dream they got going on. Hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I continue to play Final Fantasy fourteen. I thought you were going to stop. I can't. No, it can't. has me. It's just so fun. I had to stop. Yeah. I haven't played like I haven't been playing it every day, but like I still like if I if my kids are playing like Xbox and I can't get on my PS4, then I'll just play on my computer. And I'll play Final Fantasy 14. All right. Cuz it's just so damn good. Yeah, it's really good. <sighs> it's so good. Anyways. That's all I have. I I didn't play like a whole good chunk of anything, but hopefully this week I can, I can, uh, sink more hours into control. Control is like, it's, it, it's got me, dude. Like I've, when I play, I put my headphones on and I just like get into it. And I just really, what I need is just like a good amount of time to like play it so I can get deeper into that game. Cause I, I took care of like a good amount of side quests really. Like that's really what I got. I, cause I had a good list of them. Cause all I really did was, the main quest to get caught up from when my save got corrupted and mm-hmm. all the side quests that I grabbed from there, I just went and did yesterday. 
So I got all those side quests done. And then, you know, when you get like those timed ones that if you die, you fail, basically. Yeah. I failed one of those, which was a bullshit one because I finally, I got that ability to like throw a grenade when you, like if someone shoots a grenade at you, you can grab it and throw it. Uh huh. And I grabbed like the wrong thing because it was right near me and I grabbed cement instead of the actual grenade. So as I grabbed the cement to throw, the grenade exploded and killed me. Um, which pissed me off because I was like, come on, you know, I'm going for the fucking grenade. Wow. Um, pissed me off. But, and then <laughs> and then I sit there for the long load screen. Oh, yeah. That's and then I got to, and then it's like failed. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I got to figure out where the next damn mission is. Now I got to wait 15 Anyways. minutes for this to respawn or whatever it is. Yep. Ugh. But yeah. Anyways. Well, Ben. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's windy. Anyways, um, <laughs> any anything else you wanted to discuss, game wise? Uh, no. Did you go see Sonic yet? No, maybe this week. I, I don't know. We might go see it next weekend. Might take the kids. See, I I just feel weird going alone to a children's movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i i mean i've been hearing good things about it i want to see it i want to see it. i mean i, I have a genesis kid i want to see it but just go see it I, uh, maybe just go see it during the day you'll be fine that's when i'd have to go but perfect oh jeez. we'll see <laughs> all right well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it. Wrap it. All right. Well, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Of course, you can catch us next week with another new episode. Final Checkpoint right here on Spotify, on Google, on Apple, on Stitcher, on thegamefanatics.com. This is this was episode 25, 25 episodes in. Oh wow. Yeah, dude, we're like a quarter, <laughs> quarter of our of way. 100. Quarter of 100. <laughs> 100 weeks. Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can crazy. imagine numbers, yeah. Crazy. Numbers are crazy. Numbers are crazy, that's true. Numbers are crazy anyways. All right. Thanks again everybody for listening. Don't forget to share, distribute, not drugs, but wow. podcasts with your friends and family. We appreciate it. Anyways, take care, play some games, and we'll see you guys next week. Bow, bow. Meow.